And so what I learned is instead of spending two or three hours on slides that were just going to be whittled down to just showing one for 30 seconds, I tried to just capture what I thought would be um, most relevant to my manager so that I would spend time, maybe just one hour instead of two or three hours to create those slides so that I wasn't really wasting my time and being frustrated that I, I went to this meeting and I sat there and only one slide was shown for 30 seconds. Hi everybody and welcome to the Kim Peek Show. Super glad you joined today. You know, here on the Kim Peek Show, my whole purpose is to help you thrive as a woman in your faith, your family, and your work. And today we're going to focus on work. I haven't done a lot of that on this podcast, but I think what I'm going to share today will be really helpful for you in communication. Now I'm going to relate this really to uh, communication with your manager or your boss, but there's a lot of applications for this. It doesn't have to be uh, someone who is over you necessarily, but um, that is where a lot of my examples come from. And in talking about this today, what I want to do is focus on seven principles that I really learned over time. I've shared um, before that um, my career after my kids um, grew up was with a Fortune 50 technology company And I was there for about 15 years and I learned so much during those years. And, you know, these principles really helped me um, in so many ways. And so let's start with number one out of seven. And number one is to be organized. Now, anyone who knows me is probably laughing when they hear this because I love organization. Um, But really, this is a great place to start. And I'll tell you how this really worked out for me in a lot of ways. The most important way that this worked out for me was um, in meetings with my manager. And I'll talk about that more in a little bit. But one thing that I found was interesting, I worked for many managers um, during the course of working for this company. And um, I wanted to share with you a little bit about some of my managers. One of them was total business. He had a business background. That was his focus. And that's what he uh, really worked on was the business aspect of the company. Another manager I had was an engineer. He was very precise. Um, He was very concrete in his thinking. And um, he was different from my, my first manager that I just shared about. Another manager I had was a total climb the ladder kind of type. He um, was in this position and it was very obvious and he made it obvious that he wanted to move up in the organization. I'm not saying that's bad at all, um, but it was very evident and he um, was really open about that. Uh, the fourth manager I want to share with you about, she was the best manager I ever had, and I think she could write a book on what being a good manager is. She was just so collaborative. She was so encouraging. She was just the consummate networker, and she really brought people together to help them succeed. 
What's interesting is that even those these managers were totally different, not only in their work style and their goals, but also their personalities. Um, I could tell you about each personality and they were very different from one another. But one thing that I found very interesting is all of them commented on how organized I was and how much of a benefit to me that was and how much of a help that was to them as we work together. So I just want to encourage you to be organized. And really that goes into um, number two, which is the principle of touch base frequently with your manager. There's a couple of reasons why I found it really helpful to touch base frequently. And that is so your manager really keeps up with what you're doing. You can really keep up with what your manager is wanting you to do. And that really helps the direction you're going. Say you're working on a project. Well, if you're only touching base every two or three weeks with your manager, you may be two or three steps down the road with that project. And you may find that's a totally different direction than they were wanting you to go in. And so it may be redoing all of that work. And I don't know about you, but I like doing things once. I find that the best way um, for me to work. And so you want to touch base frequently. And what I found worked best was I had a 30 minute, we called them one-on-ones, basically a 30 minute meeting every week with my manager. And that was so helpful. And you know, um, one of the managers I worked with started out wanting to meet um, every other week for an hour. But soon I was able to kind of move that to 30 minutes every week because again, just that short touching base kept us both on the same page and um, it was really helpful. This is where the organization comes in. What I would do each week um, before my one-on-one, my meeting with my manager, is I would send them a list of the topics that I had to ask them about or talk to them about. Maybe I would just list a topic. Maybe I would add a question. Maybe I would add a little information. Um, whatever it was, that is what they really appreciated because in that 30 minutes, we could accomplish so much because we had a list of topics. The other thing I did besides being organized to do this um, in our meetings is I always started the meeting by saying, did you have anything you wanted to talk with or did you want to go to my list? Now I did that because I felt like that was really respectful, right? I mean, maybe they had something that they really needed to talk to me about, um, first instead of my list. And so I didn't want to just dive in with, okay, number one, here we go. Here's what I have. You know, it's always great when you can, um, communicate with your manager that way, always show them that you're giving them deference and that you realize they may have things, um, that they need to go over with you, um, before you go over your list. But what you find is when you send that list of topics, to your manager before the meeting, you accomplish so much more, right? You you both know what you have to accomplish, what you have to talk to. Really, this is a great tip for any meeting um, that you have is to have that agenda, right? Because the agenda helps you to accomplish more than if everybody's just kind of throwing out topics. The third principle I wanna go to is all about options, okay? Um, I found this really helpful with my manager whenever they would come to me with a project or a task that they were giving me to do. Now, it's interesting because when your manager, your boss comes to you with something, um, you want to get on the same page again of what 
that manager is expecting you to do and you want to totally understand what you need to do but what they're looking for you to do and so I wanted to give you this example um one time I had a manager come to me and they needed this um, content. What I did a lot in my job was provide content to sales teams so that they could take content out um, to potential customers and it would really help them to have content about our products and about our services. And so one time a manager came to me and needed for me to put together this pretty large amount of content. And so what I did is I gave the options to my manager. Um, number one was to simply use what I had already uh, for that topic and to provide. Number two was to go out to another team that would know more about it than I do and work with them to get the information. And number three was to just really um, re or adjust my priorities of what I was working on to make this a large project. Now, the reason I did this is because I needed to understand whether my manager wanted me to spend an hour on this or several days, right? And so by providing the options that helped me understand what the manager was expecting. Now, also what providing options does is great because um, your manager then, it helps them think about what they're really wanting and it helps them make a really um, relevant, accurate assignment to you. And maybe uh, out of the three options, they didn't want any of them, but it helped them to really see what they did want. So providing options to your manager is much more effective than just going and saying, okay, what do you want me to do, right? Because it's actually helping them to form the uh, project in their mind as well. Maybe, um, you know, they look at it and they, they see that they just want you to spend a couple of hours on it with the material you already have. And that can be much um, better for you to understand than just spending days on it. And then they were expecting something else. And then they're wondering why you don't have these other three things done as well, right? And that's because you had a much different understanding than they did of what this project needed to be. So we've done organization, be organized. Number two, touch base frequently. And number three, provide options. So number four is kind of the exact opposite of number three. Number three is all about options when your manager comes with a project to you. But what about when you need to go to your manager and you need to ask them for resources or for um, approval to go forward with a project that you want to do? And what I found with managers is whenever I would take an ask to them of something I needed or wanted to spend time on or needed additional resources for, is that they would always ask me more questions. And I felt like the reason they did this is they weren't ready to make a decision yet on what I was asking them. You know, it's understandable because um, whenever you're coming to a manager, they are thinking about a lot of things, right? They're thinking about maybe the funding, the, the monetary um, need that you have for the project. They're thinking about the time that it's gonna take you. They're thinking about how that fits into the overall program or the overall team that they're working on. And so 
they're going to have questions, right? And, you know, sometimes I would be frustrated that they wouldn't give me an answer right away. But then I came to understand, you know, where they were coming from. And so what I did was I tried to anticipate the questions they were going to ask me so that I would have that information so it would help them make a decision. Also, besides anticipating um, the questions they would ask, is I would also often try to find something that would be a small ask, okay? So that um, if I if I took this big ask to them, that maybe there was one step of it that I could get approved, and I would, would do that sometimes. And the example that um, I was thinking about is when I went to my... Um, manager at one point and I asked um, for funding for what we called case studies. Now these case studies cost money and the reason for that is that I worked with an agency which professionally designed and would lay out this case study. Okay so it did take funding. So what um, I did is I went and I I made this ask and I knew there would be a lot of questions about it, right? Um, as far as uh, what funding was needed, the timeline, all of these different types of, uh, of questions. And so I, I went with those answers, right? So that I could answer those right away. But I also went with the ask of um, starting by just promoting um, these case studies and the idea of the case studies in the company newsletters, right? And so I tried to build up uh, desire and excitement and anticipation for what these case studies could be by starting with something that didn't take much time and didn't cost any money by me promoting um a small idea of a case study in a newsletter. And so that was something that was an easy yes from my from my manager to give me. And I found that was was really helpful and really encouraging to me so I could start the project. Now, if you think about these first four principles, be organized, touch base frequently, have options for your manager whenever they come to you with a project, um, know your ask and, and have a... Um, really options within those as well, anticipate their questions. Those all kind of go together in a way. Number five is a little differently. And number five is, um, I don't have a great way to say this, but basically what I think of it is, is look at what they are going to use your work for. And what I mean by this is um, best explained with an example. I had a manager, um, one of my managers, and they would do quarterly reports and quarterly presentations to their manager, so two levels up from me, sometimes even three levels up from me, okay, with um, the quarterly work that the entire team had done. And so what we would all do is we would all make the slides of what we had accomplished for that quarter, which was great, right? Um but what I learned is this. I learned after spending two or three hours creating slides one time, being very diligent to do that, that my slides were whittled down and only one of them was shown and talked about for 30 seconds. All right? Because you think about it, in these quarterly uh, check-in reports, 
they're, they're covering a lot of ground, right? And so they don't have time to just go, go over everybody's slides in detail. And so what I learned is instead of spending three, two or three hours on slides that were just going to be whittled down to just showing one for 30 seconds, I tried to just capture what I thought would be um, most relevant to my manager so that I would spend time, maybe just one hour instead of two or three hours to create those slides so that I wasn't really wasting my time and being frustrated that I, I went to this meeting and I sat there and only one slide was shown for 30 seconds. So I don't have a really nice way of saying that, but you want to think about what you've been asked to do and what it's going to be used for and do your work to, to meet that need. So again, no pretty way to say that, but I think the principle is really important there, right? You, you want to provide your manager definitely what they're asking, definitely what they need, but you don't want to, uh, spend so much time on something that maybe doesn't need that much time. All right. So really think about that. The sixth principle is to present high level, um, information and allow your manager to ask questions. Now, again, this kind of goes along with the last one, but basically when you're presenting something to your manager, you don't want to go down to every single detail of the project or every single detail of the report or every single detail of whatever it is that you are going over with your manager. The best thing to do is to present the high level or the main points or, you know, just general description, you know, the most important points to your manager and allow them to ask you questions. So it's not that you don't want to do your homework and have all that information, but you know, what's best for managers is to prevent the high level points and then allow them to ask you questions. Now there's some really good reasons to do this. Number one, you're respecting their time. Number two, you can really learn a lot by their questions. Okay. So you really want to listen to what they're asking you. And then the, also, um, whenever you, you kind of identify and target what you're going to do from the information they've given you, make sure you're on the same page. Again, that goes back to the organization. You bring in the options to them, um, at that point. And again, you learn a lot from their questions and what they're telling you. Kind of gone over these um, first six out of seven principles, I'd say pretty quickly. And I hope that the examples I've given you have been helpful. Again, you can use um, a lot of this in um, working with colleagues that aren't your manager. But again, you know, um, having options when you go to a meeting, touching base frequently on projects, um, asking good questions, listening to their questions so that you are on the same page and, um, and then trying to go away with, um, projects and steps you can do that will be really helpful to the overall team. You know, I was thinking actually a lot of these can also be used with your spouse. 
I know that it's good for me to keep organized and have options whenever um, my husband Doug and I are making decisions, maybe based on traveling, based on what we're going to do to update the house, based on uh, Christmas gifts we're going to buy for the kids, um, all sorts of things, right? Based on where we're going to go out to dinner sometimes. Okay, that one, uh, maybe not so much. Um, Although it is sometimes good to have options for them. So these six are really important. And I've got to tell you, these were my daily communication principles that I operated from all of the time in my job. But you know, I said there were seven principles and so far I've only gone over six. I have to tell you the story of the seventh principle um, that I realized early on and I was able to share with my son not too long ago. So my son, um, Jake, is awesome. He has a great job. Um, at our church actually, and he works with the creative team. And at the age of 17, he has become quite the video editor, quite the video create, uh, creator for, um, different, um, um, creative type projects, I would say at our church and quite the photographer and graphic designer. So it's just been a great, opportunity for him over these last few years to have this job and you know he's learned and he's grown and one day he came home from his job and he was telling us how his boss his manager was um asking him to do a few things differently right it was a um learning opportunity for him because he was really kind of growing to the next level in his job. But there were a couple of things he needed to learn in order to do that. And he was really trying to figure this out. And he was really trying to understand what his manager had shared with him and why his manager had shared that with him, right? He was trying to understand. um, He was almost a little discouraged too because you know, he wanted to do a good job. And so he's trying to understand all this. And I looked at him and I said, Jake, do you know what your job description is? And he said, not really, I guess. He wasn't sure why his mom was asking him this. And I said, Jake, you know what? Your job description is actually three words. It's make Jesse happy. Jesse is his boss. I said, make Jesse happy. I said, you know, Jake, Jesse is the team lead and he, you know, has all of you working for him and he has goals that he's trying to meet. And your job is not so much, I don't mean like happy, happy. What I mean is you are there to make Jesse succeed. You're there to help him. You're there to support him. And that's what you do for your manager. And That was something I always tried to do for my managers is help them succeed. You know, what do they need in order to accomplish the goals that they have? And I really felt that me um, being on their team, that's what I was there for. And so with that frame of reference, all these other communication styles, all these other um, principles I've shared with you really come into focus because you see that you're there to make him or her succeed. And when you do that, the whole team wins, right? Your manager wins, you win, your whole team wins. So I just encourage you um, to
to think about that. I encourage you to think about all seven of these principles. I'll be posting on my Instagram this week um, at the Kim Peak Show. Uh, no underlines, no dashes, just the Kim Peak Show. I'll be posting um, just and and one post I'm going to do is ask you what communication styles you have found that work well with you for your manager. I would love to hear from you. I would love to get your ideas because I know these are some of the principles that have worked for me. They were tried and true and they helped me succeed in the positions I had um, over my career. But I know that you probably have some as well and sharing them, if we all share some, can help one another. This was a little different um, for me to share this way, but I wanted to, again, um, I would encourage you to share this podcast, especially with young women that may be starting out on their career, maybe starting in some of their first adulting jobs or even teenagers, because these principles will just carry us through and really make things much more successful for ourselves, our team, and our managers. Um, so remember here at the Kim Peek Show, I want to help you thrive in your faith, family, and your work. Today we focused on work. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you'll come back. Thanks.